Welcome to the Simple Money, Simple Life podcast. I am Matt Erickson, and I'm your host. This is a podcast where we explore how simplicity beats complexity, especially in money matters. We explore investing, personal finance, and how to live a simple and awesome life. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode 83 titled The Digital Minimalist. And just to give you guys a quick update on what's going on in my life. So my wife and my middle son are down in Columbia right now. And he is down there, as I've talked about, I think on this podcast, he's receiving, he's going to be receiving stem cell treatments while he's in Columbia. So this has been a really interesting journey to get to this point. And people keep asking me how we discovered it. And I'll just say that it kind of fell in our laps. And my wife is really good at researching things and figuring things out. And so she did a lot of research and phone calls and also just a lot of, I guess, inspiration and help uh, from more spiritual sources to help find this place where we're going. And we're really excited about the opportunity uh, to have our son receive these treatments to help with the paralysis on the left side of his body that he received from a stroke uh, four years ago during a brain aneurysm surgery. So we're really excited for him. It's been fun to uh, talk to them the first couple days they're down there, uh, seeing a new country and uh, seeing what Latin America is all about. And So it's exciting for them to be there, and we will be going back again in November, and this time I will definitely be going, so I'll be looking forward to seeing Columbia for the first time, a beautiful country, and just an exciting time for us and our family to um, experience this and see some awesome things happen for our son and for his growth and development. And it's um, a lot of you who listen to this podcast have, have been mindful of him and prayed for him and send us well wishes. And I'm just grateful for all of you for doing that. And I've just been reminded this last week or so how good people are in general and how many great people are really out there doing great things for people. And I've just had some people do some wonderful things for us um, as far as just wishing us well and praying for us. But also I've had a few people um, do some other things that are more, I guess, not just praying, but actually doing some amazing things for us and uh, helping us with the financial burden that doing this created. And that's been awesome and super helpful. And it's a little humbling and hard to accept, uh, but it's also very cool to see how unselfish and kind of kind people can be. Um, There's a few people who have just really, and it's been cool to see how, how people have kind of reached out and done that. And and um, I talked to them a little bit about it, and they all have different reasons of why they're doing it. But the bottom line is, there's just many, many good people in this world, and I'm blessed to live around and with many of them. So it's really cool. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, I read Cal Newport's book on digital minimalism, and found it to be an interesting read for the most part. Uh, there were a few boring parts, but overall it was a pretty good book. And I'm not really going to talk about his book. I'm just going to talk about some of my thoughts on digital minimalism and um, maybe if it might be for you or not. 
And as far as where I personally land, I, I wouldn't say I'm a digital minimalist, but I definitely lean in that direction. Like sometimes I look at somebody's iPhone that has several pages of apps on it and my phone has a page and a half of apps. And so maybe I am a digital minimalist and I just don't realize it. But the first topic I wanna to talk about with digital minimalism is social media. So I know some people who have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and several others that are out there. And they just kind of take a little bit of it all and they feel like they have to check each one of them at least once a day, often much more than that. And so I guess one thought on digital minimalism is stop and see if social media is really for you and find out if it's something that brings happiness to your life or not. If it brings you misery and sadness and comparison and just a general overall unhappy feeling, I would suggest to reduce your use of social media or maybe even delete it and get rid of it. We live for a long time without social media and I lived most of my life without social media and it worked out just fine. Uh, for me, I do have a Facebook and an Instagram account and I've considered deleting them. I've considered getting rid of them, but at the end of the day, what I've kind of realized is as long as I can keep it in, in definite moderation, they actually bring me some positive things to my life. They allow me to connect with people who I may need to connect to where I don't have their cell phone number. Allows me to kind of see what cool trips people are going on. I don't really get the trip envy thing where I feel uh, badly if I'm not going on a trip and someone else is. I actually think it's just kind of cool to see what other people are up to and what they're doing. And it's a cool opportunity to um, send positive vibes to people, send messages to people, give them support, maybe wish them a happy birthday, and also to be able to see some beautiful places from around the world. But also those two platforms, Facebook and, and Instagram, I know can cause a lot of harm and have a lot of, can have a lot of bad things attached to them too. In my private practice for therapy, I work with a lot of people who struggle with um, feeling kind of addicted to social media or to pornography or other things. And social media can be an easy way to access that stuff. And so if you happen to be someone who's struggling with those kind of things, it might be a wise idea to get rid of social media. For me, where I've landed is I'm going to stick with Instagram and Facebook for now and use them in moderation. I have with Facebook, I have gotten to a point where I don't accept friend requests from everyone. I keep it only to people who I would feel comfortable kind of giving a hug to or feel close to. So I really don't want to be Facebook friends with everybody under the sun. That's just me. It's just, I'm just not the person who's going to have thousands of Facebook friends. So another topic around digital minimalism that I want to chat about a little bit is a lot of people keep their phone by their bed and it can be kind of troublesome because they have notifications on and they can be getting texts throughout the night or their phone might be lighting up. This can be a real problem for teenagers specifically who are very active with texting and social media and have all their notifications turned on. And so some people have found it really helpful to have their phone charge in the bathroom or away from their bed. Again, if you have tendencies to 
to be on your phone a lot right before bed or to look at things you wish you weren't looking at or have a lot of notifications, I would recommend you move your phone away from your bed. Me personally, I actually do have my phone by my bed uh, and I use it as my alarm. I have all my notifications turned off, so I am not awakened anymore by text messages. The only way you can wake me up at night is by calling me. And so if someone really needs me, they can call me. So one of the best moves I ever made was turning off notifications. I don't even get a notification when I get a text. So I just check my phone when I check it. And I found that to be much more liberating and enjoyable way to live. So another thing with digital minimalism to continue is to uh, make sure if you're prone to endless scrolling or just random web searches or just kind of staying on and losing track of time, I would recommend that you predetermine how long you'll be online and predetermine what websites or apps you will use and have a little bit of a structured plan instead of just being it left to kind of fate because it's very easy to get sucked into games on a phone. I don't have any games on my phone. Um, I just don't, I'm just not into that. Things that you feel are taking your time away from more important things, I would recommend you delete those or set specific structured time around how long you will be on those set activities. Moving on, I think one thing that I feel kind of strongly about is most of us, it seems when we have boredom, we might be standing in a grocery store line or sitting at home or even while watching a Netflix show or something, a lot of us will be on our phone even while doing those things. And so we've kind of gotten our brains into this addictive loop of feeling like we need a dopamine hit every time we're bored. And so I want to give you all a challenge that if you're in a grocery store line or if you're waiting for your car to be fixed or if you're maybe on a commute or something too, break free from the habit or tendency to feel like you have to check your phone every time you feel bored and just notice like how often that you do that and just pause and wait and kind of sit with the boredom and don't feel like you have to check your phone. And what I found with trying to work on this myself is that if I'm more, more purposeful about it, the times I am on my phone are much more enjoyable than if I feel like I have to constantly check it to self-medicate my boredom or to distract me from something. A lot of us tend to um, avoid unpleasant feelings, and I'll get into that here in a few minutes to talk more about that. So in, in life, there are moments all the time where a stimulus happens and then a response comes next. And there's always, between the stimulus and the response, there's always a small gap of time of where we can choose what our response will be. A lot of times we get into habits where the response so, comes so quickly after the stimulus, we don't really remember that it's a choice of what we're choosing to do. And so sometimes if you feel a, an emotional stimulus of boredom, for example, I would like you to lengthen your gap between the, the stimulus and the response to give yourself more purposeful time to decide really what you wanna do. It's just a more purposeful way to live instead of letting the stimulus or the emotion guide and take over and pretty much choose for us. It's a way to bring back agency into your life and for you to choose what you're doing. Instead of allowing the emotional part of our brain to decide what we're gonna do, 
we actually use the prefrontal cortex of our brain to decide what we're going to do. So again, making that gap a little wider and a little longer between the stimulus and the response. Another thing I've found is that there's really, um, in digital, I, I like going kind of paper-free for the most part, but I do think it's powerful sometimes to be able to write things down with a paper and pen. Uh, sometimes a list that's written down with a paper and pen can be really effective in being able to get done what you need to get done by kind of doing a brain dump and getting all the anxiety out of your head onto paper. So while digital minimalism is really cool and kind of getting away from stacking papers and mail and everything is really cool, sometimes the power of paper and pen can be really effective in writing things down. Sometimes even in writing your feelings down when you're struggling, I think it can be really effective to do that with a paper and pencil as well or pen. The next one I wanna talk about is like taking control back and it kind of goes into when we were just talking about, but taking control back in your life and choosing rather than reacting. And so phones and digital means and computers and tablets and TVs have a way of kind of taking over what we're thinking and what we're doing and even the way sometimes we look at life. And so sometimes going on a social media fast or going on a digital fast for a day or two or for, you know, delete your Instagram and Facebook apps for a week just to take a break and reset can be super helpful in helping you kind of determine how much control you really have and how much uh, choosing you're doing or reacting you're doing. It's just a good self awareness exercise to kind of see where we're at. Another step in kind of becoming a digital minimalist that I think is good is like a lot of people have multiple email accounts, multiple financial accounts, multiple investment accounts, multiple social media platforms, and just have stuff everywhere. And so maybe it would be good to consolidate some of that and eliminate some of that so that you don't have such so much stuff on the back of your mind. And so learning how to, okay, how many email accounts do I really need? How many bank accounts do I really need to have? How many investment accounts do I need to have? And maybe simplifying that process so you don't have to keep track of so much. Some people have so many things, I don't know how they keep track of it, um, but just something to consider. Another thing that I would like to throw out there is so I want to give out a challenge. I know that a lot of people kind of leave their TV on for background noise throughout their day. I've traveled with coworkers before that the first thing they do when, when, when I've had to share hotel rooms with coworkers is turn on the TV. And when I travel, I do not turn on the TV hardly at all. I prefer to have it off. And a lot of people have televisions in their bedrooms, in the kitchen, uh, multiple TVs around the house. My wife and I decided a long time ago we're only going to be a one TV family. So we have a TV in the TV room downstairs. We don't have any other TVs. We've only ever had one. And a lot of people run their TVs kind of in the background because they want it as a distraction, as a way to maybe avoid conversation, avoid emotion, avoid uh, interaction. And so one thing I'd like to ch kind of challenge everyone out there is to turn your TVs off. Uh, maybe consider becoming a T one TV family. Maybe consider uh, taking the TV out of the bedroom and um, just allowing 
that to be replaced with conversation time and other things that you can do in the bedroom. So I think it's really cool to just um, really evaluate how much time are you watching or listening or have the TV running. And a lot of what's coming through the TV isn't really healthy. I Nowadays, I can't even listen or watch advertisements. I just find it completely annoying uh, with the options we have now with streaming and other options to really not watch many ads. And so consider becoming a one TV household and turning out the noise and becoming comfortable with silence again, like silence and quiet can bring a peace to your life. Um, Like, for example, if you have kids that are struggling with stress and anxiety, kids that are acting out and you're a family that happens to be having the TV on all the time, consider turning it off and consider having no TVs in the kids' bedrooms, uh, no TVs in your bedroom. And maybe just kind of limit that amount of time in front of the TV and with the TV on. It's um, just something to consider as you uh, think about the digital minimalist movement. So the whole point between behind being a digital minimalist is learning how to really only bring in things to your life that bring you value. And a lot of us have gotten into patterns of routines of just doing things to fill space, to fill time, to, to feed, fill, uh, feed, kind of like feed our minds because they're bored. And so one thing that we can consider instead of doing that is to replace that activity with something that's more positive, maybe like some stretching or some deep breathing, or maybe going for a walk or playing a board game or cooking together or something that might be a little healthier for us rather than just isolating with a screen. I think it's uh, our brains are probably evolutionarily changing because of our digital habits, which I don't think is a really great thing. A lot of us use computers at work a lot, which I think emphasizes again how important it is to have non-screen time in your life. I think it's awesome to, to be able to use screens with kids sometimes as a way to help them if they're struggling and whatnot. There's times where, hey, put them in front of a screen and it's effective for a few minutes. But I think it's also become, we become a little too dependent on that as a society. And it's wiring our kids' brains in a way that might not be in the best interest of them. So finding other things for kids to do other than being on an iPad, I think is fantastic too. Just face-to-face interaction and games. And I just think of all the fun things we did with our kids when they were little of playing hide and seek and playing frisbee and playing football and uh, just playing make-believe games where we chase each other through the house and just there's so many cool things to do with kids that don't involve a screen and just be able to kind of think outside of the box about what those might be for you and your kids just this this episode today is just meant to kind of Get your mind thinking, get your mind considering, pondering what your habits might be like. Uh, Do they need a little bit of a revamp? Do they need a little tweaking, a little bit of change uh, to make your life better and more enjoyable and more purposeful? And I hope that has uh, spurred some thought in you that will kind of give you a pause to consider like, do I need a little bit more digital minimalism in my life? Could I... Maybe instead of having five digital platforms for streaming, maybe take it down to one or two. Do I really need Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, and all the rest of them? Or maybe could I just do with 
one of them, or maybe two of them. Right now we have Disney Plus and Hulu, and so that seems to be a good kind of combination for us. Uh, we don't have any cable or anything of that nature. There's so much free good content out there. For me, there's no real reason to have that. Anyway, I hope this episode has uh, caused you to uh, be pensive and consider some ideas to change or to add to your life. I hope you guys are all having a great week and I will try to start producing a few more podcasts. I've been a bit slow on them lately as I've been putting a lot of energy into my private practice and getting ready for Tate to go to Columbia and all of these other things that I've had going on in my life. And the one thing I don't want to do is have the podcast be a burden because I am committed to living a simple life and not being overwhelmed. So if the podcast starts to become a burden or something that's causing me stress, I will stop doing it. So far, it's been awesome to be able to share my ideas and hopefully motivate and help some of you. I would love it if you could share the podcast with a friend. Apple reviews are amazing. They really help the podcast spread to others. And remember, the simple life is a good life.